Hello, Spencer. Hello, Governor. Did I catch you in the aluminium shed house? Yeah. I don't know. Hey, you want some news? Sure. I started watching a new television program. Uh, since you finished with Always Sunny, had to move on to something else? Yeah, and you're not going to guess what it is. Okay. Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I always heard of Peaky Blinders, and I thought it was just one of them dry Brit shows. Mm-hmm. No, it's about Irish gangsters, and I like it. Nice. I like it a lot. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Well, you're missing out. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. What? One of the many knobs, probably. What is the hit buttons? What does this do? Does this do something? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a lot of those buttons and knobs really don't do anything. They're just for show. Whoa, what did that do? Did that make me sound different? Do I sound different? I think I did sound different. Yeah. What does that button do? Here, you try that button. It takes the shit out of your voice. I don't know. I like the shit in my voice. So I'm watching Peaky Blinders, and that's exciting. You know what else I'm doing? What's that? Reading Jerusalem by Alan Moore. And guess what? What? After hitting the 400-page mark, yeah, a plot emerged. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, a plot came about, and now it's really good. And now I'm having a hard time putting the book down. Did you just have to make it through those first 400 pages? If you can get through the first novel's worth of pages, <laughs> you can enjoy the book. I was uh, surprised myself, but you know what? Whatever. That's how it is. That's how it goes in this wild, wild world. So how uh, far into the 400s are you? I'm 460. Ooh. So I'm making progress, and pretty soon I will be on top of the world. How close to it being finished do you think you can get it by the end of the year? I'm hoping I can get it done by mid-December. Yeah? Unless it gets really hard and complicated, which I think it does, I am hoping I can get done fairly quickly for the girth of the book. Because what, you got around like another eight, nine hundred pages to go? (laughs) Yeah. But once I finish this book, I'm going to see if I can squeeze in another book before the new year. Oh, yeah? That's my goal. And I'm probably not going to stick to it. Uh, That's about it. It's all the new business I have. This week sucked. It's Black Friday, and I feel like I am dying of the Black Plague. Yeah. Because it's hot, and well, down here. And I just, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do the work anymore. It's tough. It's a tough life. Haven't got any fucking writing done this week, really. And uh, just watching Peaky Blinders. How long is that? Because, you know, like they do like two-episode seasons over there. Uh, the first season, six episodes, each episode's an hour. Mm. So I got a couple more and I'm done with the first season. After that, I don't I don't know. I didn't look into it. If you're looking for something to uh, check out in that, you know, like BBC America, uh, British, you know, kind of thing, is uh, you should check out uh, Luther. It's by, um, oh, uh, what's his name? Does it, um, a G, uh, oh. Aziz, I'm sorry. No, no, <laughs> no. Um, I can't. I can't think of how to say his name now. He was the um, the asshole corporate guy in the office from the like. Do whenever. Um, oh. Wolf Harrell. No, no. Early, like whenever uh, he gets Michael to quit. Wolf Harrell. <laughs> no. Uh, it's like a a 
Oh fuck, man! You're bad at this. I'm just bad at up. this. Uh, but a, a Jesus, oh, Jesus Alba. fuck! I'm just gonna look it up. Idris Alba is he the guy? Idris or Alba, no? yeah. I can't, like I, I knew him and I get I knew the name. I just I couldn't put the word. I couldn't like pronounce it correctly. But yeah, it's a um. He's a very he plays like a uh, hard nosed like detective that doesn't always do the the right thing necessarily. But it's pretty good. But and but again, it's like the uh, shorter season because there's not like not mm. a whole like there was one season that only has like two episodes. Listen, I'm never gonna watch it. I'm just telling you. Oh, come on, dude. I, have I watched The Wire yet? No. So why do you think I'm gonna watch that show first? Because it's not as long as The Wire. I don't care. I just I don't care. I'm just watching fucking British people already. That's and I'm reading a British book. I don't need any more Britishness. Mm-hmm. No more of the English. Just a wee bit. Uh, that's Irish. Actually, that fits because Pick Your Blinders is all about Irish gangsters in England. No, I'm uh, sure that I'm sure they don't get messed with at all. No. Uh, anyway, we have an awful show, so stick around. Terrible. Uh, we will come up with a topic during this interlude. Until then. We'll catch you. Maybe we should just record the cold open and wait a month. And then record the rest of the episode. It'll get better. Welcome to the DPW podcast. Podcast. Podcast, brother. I am your host, Caleb James, as always, blah, blah, blah. with me today, my guest, oh, you got demoted to guest because you couldn't come up with an idea. That's fair. You could be co-host next week if you come up with an idea. Ah, eh. uh, here with me today, as he usually is, Spencer, the Edmonton Effigy Erector Church. So you erect effigies, Spencer. Mm. Where did Wayne Gretzky, oh, that's going to make me sound stupid to the people in uh, finer Canada. Where did uh, Wayne Gretzky mainly play? He, was, uh, he didn't play for Edmonton, did he? I don't know what there's them and then... Uh, the fine city of Ottawa. Yeah, I'm going to say, like, hockey's like the... Hockey and baseball are, like, the two sports, like, I know, like, the, the least, least about. All right, right. Um... But he, yeah, you think there would be more teams in Canada, but there's not. I was correct. He played for the Edmonton Oilers. I was uh, wondering because I I don't know Canada very well. I know Toronto. I think has what do they got? The Blue Jays, not the Blue Jays. That's baseball. Uh, the Raptors, but that's basketball. That's basketball. Yeah, I know basketball much better than I know shitty. I mean, <laughs> I know hockey. Anyway, you erect effigies of Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Maybe Bruce Banner. I don't know. Why not? Why not Bruce Banner? He's not Canadian but, or real, but uh, Wolverine. He's no, Canadian. No, that's not fair. Oh. Uh, maybe you don't know that. Uh, today's episode, which I'm probably gonna just delete. Uh, <laughs> Save everyone the hassle. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where we're going with this. You've been doing some serious writing, huh? I think you said you were 500 pages into a novel now. So it's so much serious writing that I can't even talk about it. That's how. Super secret top top dollar it is. Just stop, just stop. You're lying to me and the fans who listen to us and pay good money to listen to us. I wish. Uh, my writing also, as I said in the cold open, kind of shit the bed this week, but I still was doing a a pretty good clip. That short story that we brainstormed, I have not even gone back to that. <laughs> so I don't think I'm gonna have that finished for the submission time. So whatever. I'm getting a lot of really what's been pissing me off. A lot of really cool ideas. 
for um, not necessarily the actual story, but how to put together the story and for my novel. And I just like it's always the worst fucking time. Like I'll just like I can't sleep, and then all of a sudden I'll think of something cool, and it's like well, I can't like write it now. Yeah. Or usually when I'm at work and I'm really busy, and I'm like, why is it coming to me now? Yeah. Uh, so that's really irritating. And that's about it. So thank you for listening. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. The the muse has not been working for you recently. No, I quit drinking any caffeinated project uh, products two weeks ago, and now it seems that my my motivation to live <laughs> has dwindled a little bit. I didn't have much. I had my coffee yeah. in the morning. That's a, that's what kept I, me going. I was gonna say is that so was that the coffee too? Because I know you like. Oh you yeah, the any, anything with caffeine, which is mainly coffee, and actually I didn't really have any physical effects from it. But now I am pretty tired a lot. Like I don't know, I don't know if it's that or I'm just getting old. Was there any reason for that, or you just wanted to see? I don't know. I just want to see how it felt. And now Caleb's gonna go back to fucking just. IG, IV dripping yeah. <laughs> coffee into his face. Straight concentrate. Yeah. You know what I did start doing that's, I guess, beneficial? I started watching those Alan Moore maestro classes. Oh, how's that? They're good, but they're weird because he talks about magic a lot, mm. but in a way that's cool. Yeah. Man. But his voice, it's very deep and it's kind of scary, and he's very Northampton British. So it's like, I don't know, it's troubling. So when he when he talks about magic, like magic in the real world, or like mad like ma- how like magic and like in writing, like how to like, all of it, how to like set up good magic systems and like no 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 not that, but real like, magic, real life magic. Yeah, but I mean he brings up some good points. Like he talks about modifying consciousness through writing, which is really cool because like if you think if you're reading a novel that's like a hundred years old, you're reading the thoughts. And ideas and opinions from someone that's been dead for so long. Yeah. And not only that, but they can modify your consciousness and your opinions and affect your life, even though they're dead, like from beyond the grave. And, you know, you kind of time travel and get to see different parts of the world and adventure without ever leaving your home. Mm. So that is kind of like magic. It's neat. No, those like broken up in like different lessons, like the master classes are. Or? Yeah, they're like six to twelve minutes long per lesson. Oh, that's not bad. No, they're nice little chunks, and you and you download uh, if you want. Uh, I guess there's a I haven't done it yet, but there's a lot of uh, like writing, not workshops, but like workbooks or something. Like you could, it comes with it because, like I said, it was on sale, so I got it for like fifty bucks or something. But you could download all the writing lessons and stuff to go over, and then he also, I guess, gives you prompts or i don't mm. i don't know i gotta look at it but it's pretty cool but yeah it's not like any of the ones we've done on master class where it's like like neil gaiman's was really good and he's very strict about talking about like how to come with the ideas and writing and all this stuff but alan moore just magic man mm. but in a cool way that does relate to writing which i really like and i'm just like man this guy's neat and his book is getting really interesting though he breaks every writing rule i know so far yeah like you know the show don't tell mm-hmm Fuck it, he'll tell you all about whatever it is that he wants to tell you about. You know, the limiting of adjectives and adverbs and all that stuff. Not this feller. Repetitive words, he don't care. Hmm. He didn't have an editor for this book, I don't think. Oh, I would feel bad for the person who would have to do that. If this is like an edited down version, (laughs) could you imagine the original? Well, as to um, 
to bring up things that you don't really see in, in novels too much is that the novel that I'm reading is in first person. Yeah, I haven't read a first person novel in probably since one of the Mirakami books I read uh, mid last year. Yeah, and it's and it's kind of like a like kind of like a thrillery kind of thing. Like it's a you know bodyguard who's you know holding over their um their you know their client. But yeah, it took me a minute to like when I was after reading like the first uh, like couple pages, I had to go back and was like, yeah, no, he keeps on saying I and we. And yeah, this is first person like. It took me a minute to actually like wait what, because like you know like the the there are first person you know books and stories and stuff out there, but especially for like a full novel, you don't really get too much of that. I thought that wouldn't affect you so much after reading a lot of the H.P. Lovecraft. That's like all first person. Yeah, but that was like years ago, and yeah. I tried to I tried to get that <laughs> out of my mind. Um, what gets me more than first person? Because like I said, I've read I read enough work where. Not every other book, but a, a good portion of books I read have been in first person, especially a lot of the Japanese books that I've been reading. But present tense books, that's what gets me. Like whenever I read a book that's just strictly present tense, I just, I don't know. I don't, it's not that I don't like it because uh, if, I don't remember if it was Kafka on the shore. One of my favorite Mirakami books was present tense. And I really like the book, but the, just the writing in present tense, it's, I don't know, it's just weird. It's like, you know, we're so used to, he ran, not he runs. Yeah. just uh, It just seems weird. He runs to the mall, and he goes inside, and he punches the guy in the face. I'm just like, no, he ran to the mall, and he went inside, and he punched the guy in the <laughs> face. He doesn't punches the guy. Like, I don't like the present tense. It shouldn't be happening. It's weird. I don't. I guess if you watch movies, it's usually present tense, though. Yeah. So I don't know. You think we'd be used to it. And that's the funny thing is, because I think we discussed this years ago on here. Uh, most modern writers apparently, well, I don't know. It was a fad for a while. Maybe it fell off again. But most modern writers were writing in present tense. And a lot of the submissions I always took at DPW were present tense. And I always felt that it fucked up horror writing. Yeah. Uh, we discussed this many times probably already. But for anyone who hasn't listened to those episodes, why I don't like present tense and horror is because it takes away the suspense. Mm-hmm. Because it's happening as it's happening. So... How do you, you know, build that tension as much? Like, he creeps around the corner. Well, fuck, I don't know. He's creep. I already know he's creeping now. He's uh, he's there. He's standing behind her and he's going to strangle her. Uh, I want, you know, he stood behind her. And he leans. I I don't know. I just I feel like uh, horror fiction is better in past tense because it yeah. just gives you more anticipation for what's gonna happen. Whereas maybe like some noir fiction or fast-paced action, present tense would probably work better. Yeah. yeah uh, but then again, maybe I just read too much into it and it doesn't really matter one way or the other. And if you're a good enough writer, it probably doesn't matter. But present tense still throws me off when I come across it. I don't, I'm don't. i not a big fan. Now, what, what interested me when you said the uh, present tense with Mirakami is like because like I... Just with it being like, you know, Japanese or Chinese or from a different language, like I wonder... What the tenses are there? Well, yeah, and just like and just like in wherever you know whatever region, like what's their like quote unquote rules and standing on like you know they like anti third person and you know yeah. well sp- Spanish is uh, they have past tense, which because most Spanish learners actually learn present tense first. So like some of the beginner Spanish books I have, like novels that are half Spanish and then the other pages in English, so you can keep up. Most of those are always like in present tense because the past tense is like the everything changes. 
uh, it's kind of annoying. But like in I don't know what Japanese if they have past tan past tense or how that works, but I know what would be different is like the like first person, third person. I don't know how that exactly works because in their language, a lot of the stuff is just inferred that I, you know who's being talked about. So you wouldn't say, I'm going to the movies. It's just going to the movies. And, like, they just know you're going. I mean, there is, like, Watashi's eye. Like, you yeah. could say, I'm going to the movies, but usually they just don't. Or, like, if you're talking to somebody and it's like, hey, are you going to the mall later? It's just going to the mall later? You know, you don't have to say you because they yeah. know. It's just inferred. Whereas in, in our country, that can... No, they, that's strange. just like in their language period just not yeah. their writing just like in well that's just the japanese so i would imagine in their books and stuff it would be the same, same though yeah. if you have a whole group of people they'd probably just say you by name i would imagine but uh you can't just have a, a book with a group of people and just say you know oh are you going out tonight like you can't just say going out tonight you wouldn't know who they were talking about yeah if it was a group of people even if you said you are you going out tonight usually you still have to be specific uh with who you're speaking to mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Japanese is kind of strange like that. I don't even want to get into. I don't know anything about Chinese, so that's probably impossible. Cause that's a tonal language. I don't know if you know anything about those, but if you uh, have a tonal language, a sound, the tone of the sound changes the word, mm. or what the meaning of the word is. So if it's like "aya," I'm just making that up. I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> but if you just said like "aya," or you said "aya," or "aya," like yeah. the, the tone, that's a different word. It's not the same word. Versus here, you can say "there," "there," "there." Like it's the same. Uh, so that would be a nightmare. Learning Mandarin or Cantonese, I don't think I could do it. Uh, and then Russia, from my understanding, uh, Russia and and even more specifically Arabic, it's just yeah, it's just throw up out of your yeah, throat. yeah, it's just grunting, right? You're just fighting the demons in your throat, is is what I understand, and I don't know if there's actually words involved. I'm trying to think too, because like Irish, that would be interested to see. Like, I don't think I've come across in my lessons anything that's like past or present tense. Hmm. I don't know if that's ever been made specific. I don't know if that is a specific thing, though. They do have uh, like your names and whatnot, but. I don't know. That's something I actually should look up more. Maybe we do an episode on that, just like different languages, like the way, because that'd be really interesting. If you like read a Japanese book, it's translated to first person. Is it written in first person yeah. in Japanese? Is that a, I don't know. I, I did, because I'm not advanced enough. I never got into any of that stuff. I'm fucking barely kindergarten level with any of that stuff. You know what, uh, what, uh, popped into my head, uh, a couple weeks ago when we were talking to Nicholas Obergon was, when we were talking about, you know, parts of that, that case, you know, for his podcast, uh, Faceless, uh, and we talked about, like, how the guy got into the computer, and that was the first time I thought about, like, computer keys, like, over in Japan. Yeah, they have the Japanese characters. Yeah, but, I mean, are they still, like, um, I didn't know, like, if they set, uh, like, if they set up, like, like an American keyboard, like, the same way, or if they, if they, because, you know, like, how their language goes down, you know what I mean? Like, when you're writing. Their language doesn't always go down. It, uh, which is confusing. Uh, it could go both normal, like sideways, like ours. I think it might go right to left, though, like mangas. But like, I think like newspapers and stuff, it generally goes down. I'm not sure. Because uh, like that Norwegian wood copy I got, I th- I'm pretty sure it goes lines, but it goes mm-hmm. down. But I've seen like you can do it left to right because like street signs and stuff. Yeah. Um, And I've seen, I don't think I've ever seen Japanese keyboard necessarily, but I've seen the keyboard for a phone. And that's like, how the fuck do you, you can't, it's so small. I think it's just like the Hitagana they use, like the characters, there's like just the normal characters. They don't use like the, uh, 
like um, you know, yeah, like the advanced because they have so many, right? Of the advanced ones, yeah, like the kanji, they have like ten thousand plus of those. But so you can't do that on a keyboard. But like the hiragana, which is just like the uh, the sounds, would be like kind of like our alphabet almost. Um, like what makes up the word, like the word hiragana. You have one that's just he, and then you have one that's just r a, and then g a, and then like the you know the sounds. Uh, so they, that's probably what they do. Then I don't know though. It's like if you're writing a novel or something, you're using all these advanced characters. Like that's got to come up. But is it on the keyboard? Mm-hmm. Does it come up automatically? I have no idea. And I'm sure I sound very stupid to anyone who knows. <laughs> like uh, again, something we could probably look up. But if you look at keyboards in any country, like Chinese keyboards, again, tonal yeah. language. I don't even know. Like I can't imagine what the right. How would you? There has to be a, a way. That you could tell the difference between a word's tones in a written form, right? Like, is it just the maybe the yeah. character looks different? I don't maybe. know. Maybe like the the thickness of like the care, like you know, like the boldness of it. Yeah. Like you know, like if it's thin, thinner, it's a, th- a certain thing. But if it's thicker, something else. I don't. Because like the, all the Latin-based romance languages are pretty easy to if once you learn how to read them, you're good. Yeah. And also, like, yeah, they're a different language, but they also use, like, the same letters. For the most part. I mean, you know, they have the accented letters, but they have the same letter system. Yeah. Because it's based in Latin. And, like, English, we, since we've taken so many words from Latin, you know, it's very similar. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, like, even if you started reading a lot of Spanish, like, uh, like a random newspaper, you just try to read a whole article, you're not going to be able to read it, but you could pick out certain words that you know just because they're similar to English, the English version. Yes. That's why I like uh, learning languages, just because I want to read. Like I want to read a book in Spanish to see how much different it is than, than reading like a tran a book translated from Spanish. Yeah, like I want to read a book that's both read one in English and read one in Spanish and see the difference. Uh, Japanese, I would never be proficient enough. No, I just I didn't. I started too late with languages, and I don't. I'm not very. Uh, I'm not very adaptive to languages. Like I've been getting fairly good at Spanish, but that, again, that's an easier one. And honestly, as long as I've been doing it now, um, if I was actually good at that kind of stuff, I like some people just have a, I don't know if it's like a genetic, like their brain just works what yeah. better. They they could pick that stuff up easy. If I was one of those people, I would already be fluent in Spanish, now, right. which I'm not even close. Like I could read, you know, basic Spanish, but uh, even so, when I try to read like newspaper articles and stuff, there's a lot of words I don't know. So I'm just like, uh. but I am at the point now where when I'm reading Spanish, I can use actual context clues in the paragraph to know what a word yeah, means, which is really cool because uh, just think about doing that in a different language. That is kind of a, that's a cool trick you finally pick up. So I don't know. And like, I was, I do want to learn French one day, but for no real reason, just because you got like the pompous rich guys. I, I was going to say, don't worry, Caleb, you're already, you're already uh, pompous ass. You don't really need it. Wee wee. Yeah. Yeah. Is it double we or is it just we? We. Uh, it's just we. About like we we. Nah, that's just, that's yes yes. <laughs> we we. I'm not sure. Ah, oh, I already fucked it up. I can't. I don't think I get the mouth for French. They got an ugly American mouth. I can't. I can't make American words no, sound would, good. I can't barely make English words sound good, but not American English. And then the, how to do French? Though it would be nice to know like curses in French because it just seems like that's kind of like. You know, like the go-to, like I feel like curses in French though were all like your mother is a warthog, like yeah. stupid shit like that. I don't think they got good curses. No, but I mean, just like like Ark, like you know, how to say like well, uh, it'd be nice to like any uh, curses in all languages, like you know, like just like the fucks, the shits, the you know. So you get beat up in every country you go to. Yeah, 
Oh, that's cool. Italian would be a fun language to know because they're so animated. Yeah. <laughs> and Italian's close enough to Spanish that you can pretend. Like, if you know Spanish and you could just, like, add a bunch of you just or- orgios you, to the end of it. And you just, just couldn't go there. Pizza pizza, pizza pizza, pizza pizza. The mashed potatoes and the, 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 the asparagus. And I don't know. Um, it's me, Mario. It's so funny in Japanese, though, because they have so many loan words, which is the, I think it's the katakana, is the loan words they use. So, like, camera, and, and it's just camera, but they use, you know, whatever they're spelling. But I just love it because if you go to Japan and you go, uh, you try to just sound like a jackass, like, uh, a uh, biru, that's actually beer. <laughs> they just, like, a lot of their loan words, they just add a U or an O to it, and it actually is the, the you know, because uh, like cold brew coffee, I think is like cold brew coffee. It just sounds racist, but yeah. that's actually how they pronounce it. It makes you sound like a jackass. <laughs> yeah, like because oh, loan words, like I think after the Meiji period or maybe after World War Two, just a lot of new words that came in. Because same with Spa- uh, Spanish words, a lot of new words they just end up using the English version or something very close. But like Japan, they have a lot of loan words that. Will just straight be English, and then they just add like this weird Japanese pronunciation to it that mm. doesn't change it really. Like you would understand what they're saying, but it just sounds ridiculous. Mm. It just sounds like somebody's like pretending they can speak Japanese by saying English words funny. Uh, but I, I like that. So if you ever go to Japan, Spencer, you can just try it. You just like, sound like a fucking yokel t- uh, tourist. Just yeah. Like you know what table is? A table. 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 <laughs> I, I, you don't have to say it like stupid though. Like, Tiburu, uh, like <laughs> I feel like that's the only way I'd be able to say it though. Like, I was just like Tiburu. I don't feel like you'd get it across. <laughs> Nani? <laughs> I just I don't. It's funny because anything I learned from Japanese before actually studying Japanese came from anime. Yeah. So it's always so over exaggerated. Like you know, you, hey buddy, Nani? Like instead of just like a normal what, or just oh, Nani? What? Like no, it's just Nani. You have to say it so angry. Like everything's so exaggerated in the animes. I don't know why. Got to emote. But it's so funny because everything in anime seems so exaggerated, but then Japanese people are generally demure and calm and quiet, and they're just the opposite. You're not seeing. Uh, a lot of Japanese people just going around screaming words. That's why you just get it out that way. You get it out through, you know. It must be fun to be a Japanese voice actor. Oh, yeah. Because they get to, like, really express themselves in a way that, you know, general societal interactions don't allow. I I would really be... uh, Because over here, like, you could just scream in public and everyone's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. That's normal for stupid loudmouth Americans. Though I'm sure that it's... It's that's just the anime and stuff that we've watched where there's like a lot of fighting and kicking. Like, you know what I mean? Like no, because I've watched uh, some anime movies that are newer too that have come out that are more quiet and like nature based and shit like that. And it's the opposite. They're not over exaggerated in the uh, screaming and fighting kind of manner. They're over exaggerated in like the quiet. Uh, it's when you get like the the girls. Who is it? <laughs> like they they talk real quiet. It's like oh, you're like what what is happening here? Oh, Genki Like just very quiet and just you're just you're laughing because like no, they don't talk like that either. But you can't I, say it's racist because they're the ones doing it. Like they're making the over exaggerations. I I do like whenever like I've like you've watched like a like a like a anime like a dubbed or subbed anime, you know, with the Japanese voices still. And it's like, and we've talked about this before, but like, 
you can you don't you don't necessarily start to understand the words, but you can start to recognize. Like you're like, oh, they keep on saying that. Like that's like that's a word. I kind of know what it means because I know that it's somewhere in this sentence. Yeah. But like, I'm understanding like that's a separate word. Like that's a different part. Like that's one word to or uh, well, yeah, I don't know if words probably not the right uh, word for that for <laughs> that. But uh, you know, like you can start noticing some of the key the, phrases. Yeah, that they're that they're saying by just like repeating a lot. Um, another thing I enjoy about Japanese anime, which we saw when that one TikTok same song came out, is how the females and the males are so exaggerated in opposite directions, especially with like the sexualization. Mm-hmm. Like you think about that one uh, TikTok sound that came out. It was like, a, I don't know if it's, I guess it's supposed to be an anime girl. She's like, Ichi ni san mm. arigato. She's like real happy and bubbly, yeah. like you think of the weird game shows. But then, like, they did a remix one with like some fucking, it's supposed to be like an older guy, I think. He's like, Ichi ni san arigato. And he's like so over the top <laughs> with it. Like, why do he sound like that? It sounds like a fucking molester. <laughs> it's cause, especially when they had the girl do it first. So he's like, he sounds like you have this underage girl and this old creep. Like, yeah. what is this? Which is not far off from a lot of anime, <laughs> yeah, Master yeah. Roshi. There's a lot of uh, a lot of creepiness in that. Another thing with like the languages too. Uh, this is more of a cultural thing. You ever just think about the cultural differences and how that relates to the writing of literature? Because we always think about like French people. You know the romance. Well, that's fucking no. Spanish. I don't know how to do a French sound. <laughs> uh, the, the, like the French people, though, it's the romance language and whatever. But when you look at their fiction and stuff, and especially like the the we talked about a while ago, the indie French movies, like the what did you say, gay cowboys eating pudding? Yeah. yeah. But um, it's always uh, I don't know if it's so much now, but it was always like the whole older guy and like teenage girl thing and it was like okay and i think over there there was a big uproar because they were finally trying to up the legal age to like 16 or something to like, have like how sexual do you? yeah this is our culture but you just think about things like that that bleed over into the literature so when you read things like that it just seems very creepy or gross mm. but over there it might not be just like in uh japanese literature it's always stuff about cats and weird mythological fucking creatures and and especially like if you read uh, pre-emperor, not pre-emperor, but like uh, like during the emperor's real reign, uh, fiction set, and then it was like all about this, like the country pride was so high that it was like you, would, you know, like the kamikaze bombers in World War Two, like they would kill themselves for the emperor, and it's like mm. whoa, and that goes into the fiction. You're like nobody could be that gung ho about right. the country. Like it just seems crazy to us, but. Because at the best, Americans never gave a shit about the country that much. <laughs> no. We're not, like, just suicide bombing. Like, that's nuts. Though, now we see a, a, a resurgence of fanaticism in the U.S. government and the right and the left. So I could, I mean, we've seen a lot of atrocities committed mm. on behalf of certain people now. And you're like, what the fuck? Uh, more of movements than people. But I could totally see, uh, like, America going that way where it's like, no, my guy's the best. I'll die for him. And like, whoa. But we never really had that before, like to that degree. Post Civil War. Civil War, obviously, people were dying for their country. But again, that was more for their uh beliefs. I think it was just money. Yeah. I don't think it was their beliefs. Cause whose beliefs are that shitty where it's like, oh, I should be allowed to own slaves to make money. I don't because know. Because Jesus said so. Like, no, I don't think they're actually believing Jesus said so. <sighs> 
maybe maybe that's how they convince themselves that it's right, but I, I, do, I don't like it. I mean, that's a whole other can of rooms that we're still dealing with today. Our country was founded, Spencer, on some goddamn bullshit, and we just kind of rolled with it. Everybody got fucked. Everybody but the white man. Even white women. Oh, yeah. African folk. Obviously, the indigenous Americans got boned hard, the hardest. And what do we got now? Everybody hates each other. Yeah. Good job, America. That's like um, uh, one of the things that really annoy me uh, when, you know, recently they people here complain about whatever, you know, political thing, whatever it's like. And somebody's just like, it's getting to the point where it ain't going to be the United It's not going to be the United States of America anymore. And I just want to be like, what the fuck do you even mean by that? What does what are you <laughs> saying by that statement? And do you know our history at all? First of all, we stole it. Stole it. Stole it. We didn't buy it. <laughs> we stole it. We didn't make an even exchange of anything. Stole that shit. And then we stole some other people. Stole people. <laughs> we stole other people from a completely different place to have them do all of the hard shit for us. Under the guise <laughs> of fair trade. How <laughs> atrocious is that? We were like, no, if we give you money and tea and sugar and shit, we certainly we could buy humans. That's fine, right? And you got a bunch of poor people like, okay, (laughs) what the fuck is that? Terrible, terrible. And then all under all under the ruse that um, free, free people, free like, which then again, if you want to go go through that, you know, America's land of the free, home of the brave. You shouldn't get mad when other people come here. It's kind of the point. It's with what we did. Like literally, other country was invented. Uh, when uh, we're talking about the cultural significance of literature and how if we read, say, a book set in India in the early 1900s, uh, we'd be like, what the fuck? English colonization. These fucking ass munches. Yeah. If somebody reads Huckleberry Finn, they're going to be like, holy shit, there's no way America was like that. There's no way a country could be like that at all. Boy, howdy, was it, though? <laughs> yeah. And that was a fun version right, Huckleberry yeah. Finn is a fun comedy <laughs> and holy shit is it abominable that that happened so I can only imagine because I have 12 years of slave by Solomon Northrop and I've been wanting to read that for years now and I just because I can't saw the get, movie can't get in the mind space for it I think I'll just get so pissed off I just I don't think I could do it because that's that's gonna be like the truth yeah Huckleberry Finn Tom Sawyer that's a uh, uh, well-to-do white man uh, who oppose that kind of stuff but didn't actually do anything about it as far as i know it's bad but he at least saw that was bad and immoral to own people but he tells a fun story about it (laughs) uh makes it a satire that is not the atrocious truth of what happened and so same with like beloved by tony morrison when i read books like that it hits so hard that i get in a funk like when i read invisible man it wasn't as bad but when i read native son uh, by Richard Wright, that was like a harder hitting version of Invisible Man because not only is it dealing with like poor black people and how they're treated in America and like that's Chicago um, in 1920s or something, but then we got like like the Native Son was like the even worse. Mm. It was like the more brutal, murdery kind of shit. Whereas Invisible Man was just like super racist, and I was like, oh god. Why Why were people treated like that? That's just, I don't understand. Like, how can anyone treat another person like, in any age? 
Yeah. Like, how do you not see another person and just be like, uh, no, I wouldn't want to, like, saw their arms off slowly as they bleed and scream to death. Like, But some people are just fine with it, depending on the color of your skin or your religion or where you're from. And it's like, what the fuck? What happens in your life where that's a belief? Like like you said, it's not okay at, at any time. But at least, like, hundreds and thousands of years ago, you could use the ignorance and, hey, I'm just trying to get by if this person, like, you know. When you were actually fighting to survive. Yes. But, like, now, though, it makes no sense. Uh, I'd say at least, at the very minimum, post-Shakespeare, nobody should have been doing any of that stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, some like, once we hit fine literature, well, that should be, like, the epoch of society. We should be like, okay, now we treat each other better. better. But, no, somehow we made money, and that made everything <laughs> worse. Fucking, oh, it's, it's just, it, it drives you nuts. And you know what else is funny? Because uh, I noticed in America now, I've seen so many little white kids come from racist families, and the kids love rap music, they love Black Panther, they dress as Black Panther for Halloween, all this shit. And I just always think to myself, so these kids obviously are not going to grow up racist, you would hope, yeah, because they love black culture so much, black American culture. But I'm wondering... Like, the kids that you see at, you know, these fucking Trump rallies and shit, their parents are, like, actively trying super hard to make those kids racist. Oh, yeah. Because that's the only way they could do it now because it's so ingrained. Like, black culture is so ingrained into society now that it's just straight American culture now. Mm -hmm. It's not, like, people call it black culture, but it's really not. When every song on the radio is probably a black artist for the most part, and every movie features any kind of diversity you can think of for the most part. And, like, that's all these kids are seeing. I mean, I can't say, like, you know, rural Alabama or something. They're probably not getting too much of that. But still, it's like, to make a kid racist now in 2022, you or homophobic or anything, you actively, yeah, it's actively a- have to instill that in them, like, to a hardcore degree. Not only is that child abuse, but that is just, how can you hate somebody that you don't know so bad that you would want your kids and your descendants to hate those people? I don't get it. Because that's the way it should be. That's tradition. That's the way my great, 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 great grandpa would have wanted it. And he knew best because when he was shitting in that big fucking hole in the street in the dirt road and he was out there, you know, burning witches and whatnot, he knew a thing or two about a thing or two. Yeah, it's just, um, it's, it's just, it's, it's crazy. And then to think like, to bring it back around to to the right, and it's like you have all these different things that you you kind of want to like. Oh, I want to I want to talk about this. I want to use this in my work, but then it's like, but I don't want to deal with this. Like, you know, a whole novel of of like maybe of dealing with a uh you know like racism or something, and it's just like a am I able to do that properly, and b like am I can I just get in the mind head space for that to, without just being like clinically depressed by the end? That's why it's hard for me to write really heinous characters that aren't so over the top. It's you know parody, like you know you can write a racist character. For me, I would have to make it a uh, you know like a parody almost. Like it would have to be a joke of a character because if I actually wrote an authentic racist character. I'd get super bun- bummed out thinking that kind of way because you have to get into the mind of that person to write them, and I just don't think I would want to. So kind of why I steer clear of that stuff for the most part. Like, it's easy to write the, you know, the racist character that just gets beat up or whatever, mm-hmm. like I said, over the top, but to have an actual, genuine, hate-filled, awful character like that, I don't know if I'd want to write that. And like you are saying about, like, that kind of writing, 
when was the last time we really had a great American novel? Because nobody uh, wants to really touch on that stuff too much in a real genuine way. Well, because you 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 can't nowadays because whatever stance or way you want to lean to, somebody's going to just hate the fuck out. You're going to lose half of what could be your audience mm-hmm. because everybody's just so polarized nowadays to where like like people now don't ever can be like you and me were arguing about something and they'd be like well, yes, Caleb, I I believe that murdering babies isn't cool, but yes, you, I, I could see where you would maybe, in a certain situation, could find that it's okay to murder a baby, Caleb. I could see where you're coming from. but like When those this- babies get up in your crawl space <laughs> and they start digging in your wiring, you got to get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. But, like, you know, there's never, there, there used to be a point where people could, who disagreed about things, could still find, like, a common ground or at least acknowledge, like, this is what I think and believe, that's what you think and believe, and that's okay. But now it's like, fuck you, you don't like my red tie. No, fuck you, you don't like my blue tie. Like It used to be when civil debate was right in such disdain for each other that you couldn't do anything and have a civil conversation anymore. They would duel to the death. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, no, you're such an asshole, and we can't even you know, civilly disagree, I have to shoot you to death. <laughs> so mostly people were, like, calm with each other. It's like, all right, I don't want to have to fight this guy to the death. And Because, so, you know, people think duelings is guns, but also I think swords originally. Many ways to duel. I'd like baseball bat. <laughs> Wham! Um, but if you, if you know a duel could be the outcome of a disagreement, you'd be a lot more civil, and I think we need to make it law again. Because not too long ago there was a... I don't know if he was a presidential candidate or just running for governor or something, but he had a disagreement with some one of these media talking heads, I think, or another politician, and he challenged him to a duel. Oh, but the, yeah. the other guy made sure he's like, "No, that's illegal. You can't do that." But it's got to be legal somewhere in this country, Texas, maybe. Oh yeah, some some place down southern somewhere has to be. If Oregon could have the, uh, I forget the name of it, like not civil combatant, but like where you can agree upon fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're both having an argument, get a cop and you say, Hey, we're going to fight each other. Cause he's a dickhead and he is also a dickhead and we might be drunk and, but we want to fight each other. It's consensual combat here. And then the cops go, okay, we'll watch, make sure it doesn't get out of hand. You fight, shake hands or whatever. And it's over. And I like that. Yeah. We need to bring back dueling though, to the death, to the death, because if we could duel to the death, someone like, uh, like, uh, Mike Pence or fucking Ted Cruz or one of these guys, let's even go more extreme, like the fucking Lauren Boberts of the world who say all this hateful, awful shit to everybody and make fun of people and do just terrible things. If they know that, um, they go ahead and make fun of the Bidens and they're sitting there beast marching Hunter Biden for being a fucking creep, which he probably is. Yeah. Uh, he could go, Hey, I disagree. I don't like this. I challenge you to a duel to the death. And you have to accept it or you are a coward. And once you're a coward, we'll get out of government. We don't have cowards in government. That's obviously a utopia. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in government's mostly a coward. But Caleb thinks, I'm not an extreme man. I think the death penalty should for, be only for extreme cases that are proven true. Mm-hmm. I do think if two people agree to fight each other to the death, that should be civil. And it would be allowed. And I like dueling. I like, I like it. I like the slap before the duel with the glove. Oh, yeah. That's the best part. If I ever got in a disagreement with an adult man that was famous and I was famous, I would challenge him to the death. And if he doesn't accept, he's a coward. 
And if he does accept, well, then you got to go through with it. And that's a little... <laughs> but again, you have to really be standing by your morals. That's another thing. If you duel, if you know dueling can be an outcome, you're not going to fuck around and just say shit to say it, you know? You're not going to be like these uh, media talking heads who just say things for outrage mm-hmm. and pretend they believe it, but don't. No, you have to really believe it because you're going to die on that hill, yeah. literally. Especially now where uh, weapons are so honed and because uh, like back then you'd be from you and me away miss. and miss like the, the the bullet would just go crazy left or something like that like whoo i lucked out that time i think if we brought back dueling we'd have to use the old guns because that way if you got shot there's probably a good chance of modern medicine you will be fine yeah but you learned your lesson or we, i don't know fuck it i mean if it's a republican we could use ar-15s whatever that's what they like they want machine guns we can use machine guns Everybody loses in that duel. There's no winning. Grenade duel. I want a grenade duel. Yeah, you go. Rocket launcher duel. And you also, by the way, if you don't know the rules of dueling, you need a witness. Make sure it's fair. Oh, it would be like the new American pastime. If we brought dueling back, goodbye UFC, goodbye NFL. We're watching dueling. Yes. That'd be so fucking cool. Could you imagine like fucking fat ass old Trump and fucking geezer Biden going against (laughs) each other in a duel? Some fucking baby 50 feet away on the side. You accidentally get shot in the leg. Old lady gets her, her coffee mug blown up in her hands. Like, oh my God, what's happening? But anyway, folks, we hope you love this wonderful episode that we planned super hard. Um, As you can tell. Yeah. I don't know. It's Black Friday. I ain't feeling that. I had a rough day. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can at DPW Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Spencer, what was your name? Die Edmonton. Effigy Jeez. Erector Church. Yes. On OnlyFans. And it's just going to be a lot of Wayne Gretzky stuff. It doesn't have to be Wayne Gretzky, but he's the most famous guy I know that played for Edmonton. Yeah. I don't know anybody famous from Edmonton. Probably some wrestlers, I would imagine, but could have made you Winnipeg. Then you could have been Chris Jericho's buddy. Oh, yay. He went real bad, like, oh. off the rails. Like, not just, like, Trump stuff, but, like... He's trying to get wrestling into the Olympics now. Yeah, I heard about that. Like, he wants to make, like, wrestling as a... Which he did have a compelling argument... If you can have choreographed dance and ice skating, yeah, and, why you know, not uh, gymnastics? Gymnastics. There's no K in gymnastics. I know there's not. <laughs> <laughs> you practice in your German, yes. or Russian, or something. You know what? You'd be good at Irish because one, they sound like all the words are made up, and two, <laughs> Irish doesn't have any C sounds. Oh yeah. Was well, in uh, like my name is Caleb. Over there, it could be C-A-L-E-B as Caleb, like how it's spelled, but it's pronounced with the K, like mine is. Uh, but like, you know, we're talking about Peaky Blinders, Killian Murphy, it's C-I-L-L. So all the C words, you know, the letter C is always pronounced K. Mm. So I don't know if that helps you at all, actually. Uh, so anyway, thank you for listening, and take it easy, and catch you on the flip side, and wake up when the morning is sunny and bright, and eat the early bird's worm, and make sure you jacket in san francisco and all that other stuff that's inspirational motivational and i can't stop talking stop, stop. hit the button caleb uh, uh, yeah. goodbye <laughs>